Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's time for Barreled Up by Ball Cap Sports. Here's your, here's your, here's your host, Jim Wiley. Another week of games is in the books. So let's look back. And let's rank all the teams across the MLB landscape. With the Orioles making a push for the number one spot. The Dodgers are making a push to be included in the top three. The Reds are making a run for a top five spot. Will any of them get there? There is a lot of exciting movement in this week's power rankings. We're ranking every team 30 through 1. Those listening on the Barreled Up podcast feed, you can find this pod wherever you get your podcasts, including the Odyssey app. And be sure to turn on the auto download so you get all of the content as soon as it's posted. Now, some of this ranking was decided via a voting process during a longer live stream version that you can find on the YouTube channel. You can head over there if you want to see how all of that went down. And those of you watching this shorter, quick version on YouTube, you'll see the highlighted numbers on the board. That is where we decided by ranks. Let's go. Let's get into this and let's start with the number 30 team. I went with the Kansas City Royals, a one and six week. Now, 28 and 73 on the season. Just what are you going to do? Uh, not a good team. Pack it up. Trade what you can. Move on next season. Number 29, the Oakland A's. I moved them up one spot because they have some interesting pieces. Geloff, Soderstrom, J.J. Bladet's been hot over the last week. I kind of like Oakland for what they give you at this point. And that is some young talent and maybe some trade assets that you may want to check out. Players like Paul Blackburn and others. So we have the A's at 29. Number 28. Move the White Sox down two spots from 26 to 28. The White Sox went 1-5 this week. Dropped 2 out of 3 to the Mets. Were swept by the Twins. Really all you're looking at are, again, those trade assets. Tim Anderson had a good week. Yasmani Grandal had a good week. Both may be on the move at the deadline. And that's really all we're watching for the White Sox right now. Number 27. I have the Colorado Rockies benefiting from the fact that the White Sox dropped a couple of spots. So White Sox fall back, Rockies move up. They went 3-2, and two, split a series home against Houston, dropped, I'm sorry, took two out of three at Miami. So the Rockies had a good week, altogether 3-2. and two. C.J. Crone 
one of the interesting trade pieces that they currently have dealing with a back issue had homeward in four of his previous five games would love to see Chrome get healthy and get back because he could be a nice asset for somebody at the deadline. Number 26, we moved the Washington Nats up a spot. Again, thanks to that White Sox drop. The Washington Nationals move up to number 26. The Nats, four and two week. Only got one out of three at the Cubs, but swept the San Francisco Giants. Took all three games at home in D.C. against the Nats. C.J. Abrams with a good week. Tom Smith maybe upped his value. He had a good week. Jammer Candelario. Smith and Candelario could be on the move. We'll see what happens at the deadline. Number 25, the Pittsburgh Pirates sadly drop two spots from 23 to 25 after a two and four week. They lost two out of three to Cleveland. They lost two out of three to the Angels. Now, you're still seeing the young talent make its way up to Pittsburgh. We had Henry Davis. We had Nick Gonzalez. And Andy Rodriguez made his debut over the last week. He had his first home run on Saturday, speaking of Henry Davis, two home runs over the last week. He now has an 832 OPS over his first 102 at-bats. Something really interesting, really, really something to watch next season for Pittsburgh with the maturity of these young players that we're talking about and O'Neill Cruz when he gets back into the fold. Pittsburgh could be a fun team next year. Number 24, I've got the Cardinals. So we move Pittsburgh back two spots. So we're going to have to move a couple of teams up. And the Cardinals get to move up a spot. Now, you may say that they should be moving up more than that because they went on quite a little run there around the All-Star break and immediately out of the All-Star break. But then as we head into power rankings, they've lost three games in a row. So just as it looked like maybe, maybe the Cardinals were going to get it together, they lose three in a row to the Cubs. A four and three week still. So we move them up one spot, but not enough from the Cardinals this week in all season. Next, moving up a spot, the Detroit Tigers. They will go from 24 to 23. They went four and three this week. Michael Lorenzi keeps pitching well. Another good start at KC. One of the more appealing trade chips here at the deadline. And Spencer Torkelson. Three home runs over last week. Spencer Torkelson starting to look better. Maybe something there to be optimistic about with his development there in Detroit. Next up at number 22, we have the New York Mets. The New York Mets with a 3-3 three and three week. A week that started out looking pretty good. Took 2 out of 3 from the White Sox. But then they dropped 2 out of 3 at Boston in the Mets now, a Bob Nightingale article coming out over the weekend that they are going to sell. They know they're not going to make the playoffs. So you're going to see Tommy Pham, David Robertson, maybe Mark Canna, maybe some of the high-priced pieces, if they can find the right buyer, could be on the move. And the Mets will have to rebuild, retool, restock, re-everything this offseason. Uh, Mets in at number 22. Number 21, sorry, kind of jumped the gun there. Cubs at 21 we have a team that had a good week don't want to take anything away from the week the Cubs had they went five and two they took two out of three from Washington they took three out of four from St. Louis but we're entering a portion of the power rankings here where the next five or six teams all had a solid week so then we have to look at well then who did you play and the Cubs Took two out of three from Washington, as we just said, and they took the series against the St. Louis Cardinals. 
That's our number 26 and number 24 team on the power ranking. So for that reason, the Cubs sort of put themselves in position to make a positive move next week in the power rankings. But this week, they stay at 21. Number 20, it's going to be the San Diego Padres. San Diego last week was also in at the number 20 spot. Padres going 4-2. and two. They took 2 out of 3 at Toronto, 2 out of 3 at Detroit. So how do we decide to keep the Padres ahead of the Cubs, even though the Cubs had one more win and the Cubs have one less loss on the season? We'll look at who they played this week. And San Diego definitely played the tougher schedule, taking 2 out of 3 in Toronto. Now, the next portion of the power rankings, we set up a vote. The 19, 18, 17, and 16 were all decided by vote. And the teams that we worked into the vote were the Guardians, the Mariners, the Twins, and the Angels. After we did the vote, we made a change. So let's identify... 19, 18, and 17, because we, we we changed some things at 16. So at 19, with the fewest, the lowest percentage of the vote, we had the Cleveland Guardians. Guardians in at 19, despite a 4-2 and two week, still 49-50 and 50 on the season. We had the Guardians in at 19. In at 18, with the second lowest uh, votes in our poll, were the Seattle Mariners. The Mariners falling from 16 to 18. Also, despite a decent week, a 4-3 and three week. And the number 17 team with a nice week moving up from the number 19 spot was the Minnesota Twins. Minnesota Twins going to 17. The Twins sweeping the White Sox over the weekend, splitting with Seattle early in the week. 53-48. and 48. The Twins are in a good spot Again, sometimes this takes two weeks to work itself out. The Twins are in a good spot to make a, a maybe a jump to just outside the top 10 next week. I can see the Twins jumping six or seven spots if they can show up and put together another 5-2 and two or 4-2 and two week. It's going to depend on what the teams ahead of them do, though. So we have the Twins in at number 17. Now, originally, I had the Angels in at 16. And I'm going to tell you what happened in just a moment because that's where we were. We had the Angels at 16, and then we did a vote because in our live stream, we achieved the 100-like goal, and when we do that, we do a pop-up poll, and I will allow the viewers to rank the next three teams. And the next three teams that were on the board were the Yankees, the Red Sox, and the Blue Jays. And the voting went the way of the Blue Jays getting the number 13 spot, the Red Sox getting the number 14 spot, and the Yankees got the number 15 spot, making them numerical neighbors with the Angels, an Angels team that had just swept the Yankees. So for that reason, I made a switch. I made the decision to move the Angels down to the number 15 spot, and the Yankees drop another spot to the number 16 spot in the power rankings. The Yankees a 3-3 three and three week. Yeah, they swept Kansas City, but Kansas City's 30th in the power rankings. And we've got a uh, an Angels team that you got to take care of if you are the New York Yankees, especially if you're trying to show off to Shohei Otani is maybe, hey, this is a place you want to play next year. Didn't look good. So you had a sort of a shifting there in our power rankings that 
moved the Yankees to number 15. The Yankees in the end going from 14 to 16. The Angels in the end going all the way from the number uh, 18 spot up to number 15. The Red Sox moving up one spot. The Blue Jays falling back a spot to number 13. Those keeping track on the podcast, we have the Blue Jays 13, Red Sox 14, Angels 15, Yankees 16. As we get into our conversation about the top 10, because that's where we go next. Another crucial poll in the power rankings where we decide which of the three teams that I put out there for the viewers to vote on, which of them, which of the teams get to remain in the top 10 because the three teams we were talking about were all top 10 teams the week before the Marlins, the Giants and the Phillies were up for the vote. The Phillies were 10, the Giants were nine and the Marlins were four the week before and all of them were in position to fall out of the top 10 this week. How did the voting go? The viewers voted Miami with the fewest number of votes. They fall from number four to number 12 after a one and five week where they lost all three to St. Louis and they lost two out of three to the Colorado Rockies. If you're Miami and you're trying to establish yourself as a serious contender, you got to come out of that stretch at a five and one, not a one and four mark. So Miami took a hard drop there. Next, the Giants came in with the number 11 spot. We had them going from 9 to 11 after a 2-5 and five week. And the Phillies came out ahead with the most, the highest votes in the poll. They stay at the number 10 spot where they were last week with a 2-4 and four week. They dropped 2 out of 3 to Milwaukee. They dropped 2 out of 3 at Cleveland. Still 53-46. and 46. They hold at the number 10 spot. Then we had the number nine and the number eight. A quick poll between the Brewers and the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks struggling a two and four week this week. The two wins came against the Braves. That looked really good, but they had just been swept by the Blue Jays. Then they got swept by the Cincinnati Reds. So I decided to let the chat vote on where the Diamondbacks would fall. They had been number six. The chat voted them to go nine and the Brewers to go eight. Brewers with a three and three week, nothing over the top. But when we look at how things shake out with the other teams, the Diamondbacks, the Phillies, the Giants, the Marlins, it opened the door for the Brewers just by showing up and going three and three in the week, it opened up the door for them to go from number 13 to number eight. So as I said in the live stream, Milwaukee Brewers, don't get too comfortable with that because you were kind of gifted that jump. You're a good team right now, 55 and 45. I don't want to take anything away from that. South Felix debut is amazing. Christian Yelich's OPS is up over 120 points where it was last year. Good things are happening in Milwaukee, but we could easily see Milwaukee be fighting to remain a top 10 team, depending on how this upcoming week goes. After the Brewers, we also had the Astros making a jump from the number 11 spot to the number 7 spot in our power rankings. It's a nice jump for the Astros after a 4-2 and two week, splitting with Colorado, taking 3 out of 4 at Oakland. In the end, I know that Oakland series, there were some close games, came out with the win, and they are now 56 and 44, 12 games over 500 
right, I think, where they belong at this point, at that number seven spot. They are not a serious, sorry Astros fans, I don't see you as a serious World Series contender right now. You need to get some pieces back that are injured. You need to go and get a starting pitcher. And then I think you might be able to make some waves here in our power rankings and get back into the top five. But additions have to be made. We get to the number six team, and it's the Cincinnati Reds. Talked about the Reds are making a push for the top five. They come up just short at the number six spot. It's nothing to feel disappointed about if you're the Reds, how you came in expecting the season to go, what you're actually getting. The Reds, a five and two week, splitting a four game set with San Francisco and then taking all three against Arizona. This is a Reds team now that is top 10 in runs scored. They are a Top five team on base percentage. Their slugging and their batting is picked up with the call-ups of Matt McLean and Ellie De La Cruz. Matt McLean is awesome, by the way. Let's get that out there. Matt McLean, uh, Ellie De La Cruz gets all the highlights and, 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 and is in the spotlight. But Matt McLean has been fantastic. Matt McLean now 10 home runs and an 899 OPS on the season. And he was called up uh, about two or three weeks before maybe a month before Ellie De La Cruz was called up. So we have the Reds in at number six. Let's get to the number five team in our power rankings. And this is where we got back into a vote. Five, four, and three were decided by a vote. I gave the viewers the opportunity to decide of these three teams that I'm about to tell you who gets the number three spot. Who do the Rays fall out of the top three or do the Rangers or the Dodgers move into the top three? So we went Tampa, Texas, and L.A. for the vote for this number three spot. The team that had the fewest votes in this vote portion were the Tampa Bay Rays. And it's not really surprising considering how the week for them went. One win. They went one in six. They were swept in Texas. And then against Baltimore at home, where they're supposed to dominate, the Orioles took three out of four. So the Rays, with their worst week of the year, they're now 61 and 42, which is still good. There's only three teams with 60 or more wins. They're one of them. But that week hurt. And Tampa is licking their wounds as they get ready to get things going this week. Tampa in at number five based on the votes. Number four, the Texas Rangers. Rangers with the second most votes in our poll. Now, it was tight. It was a 20% to 18% Rangers over the Rays for the number four spot. Rays, I'm sorry, Rangers going four and two this week, sweeping Tampa, and then dropping two out of three to the Dodgers, a Dodgers team that was a runaway for the number three spot. Over 60% of the vote to get them to the number three spot after a 4-2 week. And listen to the Dodgers this week. Two out of three at Baltimore. Two out of three at Texas. And I understand Texas is dealing with some things right now. Texas is dealing with some injuries. You've got Corey Seager going on the IL. You've got Adolis Garcia hitting the hand. You've got you've got Nate Evaldi having a start pushback. So there's some things that they're dealing with. But the Dodgers still taking two out of three at Texas and four and two on the week now 57 and 41 the Dodgers are in 2023 the number two team I said that the Orioles were making a push if they could have taken 
that series against the Dodgers. If they had taken two out of three instead of just one of those games and then gone to Tampa taking three out of four, we might have had a difficult conversation in our live stream. But in the end, the Orioles, it's getting close. Next week may be their week if they do this again. The Orioles are in at number two with a 61-38 and record after a 4-3 and week. That Tampa series was very impressive. The Dodgers series, they got roughed up the first two games, but then bounced back in the final game of that series. Be looking for that kind of resiliency as they go and try to make a run here. And the Atlanta Braves are your number one team in Major League Baseball. You have a team that is top five in almost all. All of the offensive categories, one, two, three, and in, in many of them in the pitching categories, we see them also in the top fives or the top ten. They are a great team all around, and they're looking to get better with Max Freed. Maybe one more rehab start away from coming back. This team, this Braves team, will get better at the deadline without even have to trade for anyone because they'll get Max Freed back. They haven't had him now. For quite some time, getting him back would be a nice boost to that team. Like, they need a boost. They have the best record in baseball. 30 games over 500. But I think you get the point. They will go to another level with Max Reed coming back. Speaking of other levels, Austin Riley. Oh, my God. Austin Riley, 10 for 25. Six home runs, 16 RBIs over the last week. Hit a home run almost every day last week. Good stuff for the Atlanta Braves as they, again, are our number one team. That is Power Rankings, the quick version for the 24th of July. You may be listening to this or watching this uh, on the 25th or the 26th, but this is our Power Rankings heading into the week of the 24th. So that is what I've got. Those of you watching on YouTube, comment below. Let me know what you think. Those of you listening to the podcast, again, make sure you turn on the automatic download so you know when new content, you get the content as soon as it is released. And of course, as you know, the Barreled Up podcast, you can get wherever you get your podcasts, including the Odyssey app. Make sure to check that out. That is going to do it for this one, everybody. I do appreciate you coming in. Bobcat Nation, I salute you. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And I'll catch you guys next time.